This episode is brought to you by 9AM Health. 9AM Health, diabetes care that fits your life. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Healing in Hindsight, your Nobia source for thriving with diabetes. I'm Taylor Danielle, and if you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, glad to have you back. And today I'm really excited to not only talk with a friend, but to talk about a product that really lights me up. So fun fact, breakfast is one of my favorite meal types to eat. Like I love breakfast foods. I'm not great about eating breakfast in the appropriate window of like, you know, being up first meal of the day, body's been, you know, resting, recovering. And I will be that person who wakes up, starts tinkering on things, and then it's two o'clock and I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> when I do have breakfast, it's kind of uh, a lot to try to figure out what to eat, put something together and make sure it's nutritionally sound. So that way my CGM is not blowing up in my face, right? And so if you're like me and you love cereals, grits, oatmeals, all of that, it's like the number one thing that you're told not to have <laughs> because it's got a bunch of carbs, it's got a bunch of sugar and not a lot of nutritional value. Now, there've been so many mixed things that I've seen about oatmeal and I personally haven't really had difficulties eating it unless it's instant oats. And usually it's the flavored instant oats. I love it, but it's so crappy for you. It's just, it doesn't have any of the nutritional value outside of just like tricking you because it tastes good, right? But all of the sugar, all of the carbs, sugar plus the carbs just equates to even more and your CGM is on fire or your glucometer just stops working. So I'm really excited to sit down with co-founder of Oat of the Ordinary, Shara, and she and I met through Almost 30. In a way, she's kind of my boss. Yeah but doesn't feel like it. She's definitely has been super helpful with getting me acclimated to Chris and Lindsay and assisting them as one of their moderators for their private Facebook group. So to see Shara and her partner, Vanessa, create a product that is nutritionally dense, like just when you read the ingredients, when you see the amount of effort that they put in in creating this oatmeal, with the focus of not only being gluten-free, but also to help balance your blood sugar. Like to know that's one of the key things in this oatmeal mix is so special to me personally. And I'm sure a lot of you, because who wouldn't want a pack of oatmeal that you can take to go, make it overnight or get your hot water or hot milk in there and know that when you eat it, you're gonna stay full your blood sugars are gonna stay stable and you're not gonna see this crazy spike and then crash and burn. So I had to have Cher on the show to talk about Oat of the Ordinary because I think it's really important for us to have products that we can just easily reach for, enjoy, and go on about our days. So let's do it. Oh, 
You're listening to Healing in Hindsight, your no BS source for thriving with diabetes. What's up, guys? I'm Taylor Danielle, and it's my goal to help millennial diabetics like myself live an amazing life without your diagnosis getting in the way. I get it. I was diagnosed back in 2015 with type 2 diabetes, and it was really hard to find people around my age to understand how to travel, socialize, or even have meaningful relationships. But I feel like with a focus on mindset, perspective, and nutrition, together we can take back our health and our lives. Consider this the red table talk, but for diabetics. E, minus the entanglement, so. So let's do it. Welcome, Shara. I'm so happy to have you on. I know we have our connection through Almost 30, but the cool part of meeting you through Almost 30 is I got to watch your current venture, which is Out of the Ordinary. And as an avid breakfast cereal person in general, I was pretty excited because oatmeal is pretty big in the diabetic community in terms of can we eat it? Can we not eat it? For sure, the instant oatmeal at the stores are not the best. My CGM will scream at me if I dare to reach for the strawberries and cream Quaker's instant oat. That was that was my weakness. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see you and your partner, Vanessa, create Oat of the Ordinary and even more excited to try it myself because when I saw the ingredients and the thought and care that you guys put into it, I, I had to have it. So really excited to have you on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And your kind words mean a lot because this is truly the mission behind it. Like for people who are either diabetic or just always on the go, you just, we felt like so many people were having to put aside their wellness goals because of their lack of time and go for convenient foods that were so high sugar, which completely defeats the purpose because as you know, their blood sugar spikes, then come like a couple hours after breakfast, they're searching for another quick hit of energy, going back to the cafe, grabbing a muffin. And we're like, and these days people are way too busy to be having, like to have their morning interrupted to go and get more food to make them feel good. Like it just didn't make sense to us. And as a holistic nutritionist, I was seeing this theme in my clients a lot as well so finally i was like okay we got to do something here everybody loves oatmeal you can enjoy it everywhere and then we launched in november and it's just been taking off which is incredible to see this dream come to fruition for sure yeah it's been really exciting to see and i'm curious because you know i know that you're a nutritionist and then you started your work with almost 30 and then it kind of came you know from my perspective out of left field of like wait you're launching a food product so how did that transition go from okay doing the nutritionist thing and working one-on-one with people to you know getting with the almost 30 team to creating your own uh business with your partner vanessa Mm-hmm. So in high school, I definitely had a disordered way of eating and looking at food. I kind of was not raised, but I had this ideology of food that if you eat it, 
and made you fat. And like as a young teenage girl, like that was such a scary thought to me, which of course now we know is so not true. And I'm so grateful to be able to have learned that lesson firsthand and be able to share it. But back in high school, I would like eat and then and run and binge and all the things. And so it was, wasn't was until I moved out from high school into Vancouver where I went to acting school. And of course you're like, you have long hours on set and you're there's like this pressure to kind of look and like be a certain way. So I was, it almost like made it worse, but then I was like, okay, let's just hold the phone. Like, I don't want to live the, like this anymore. There's gotta be another way. So I started studying nutrition and food and how it could work to your benefit. And the research that I was finding in some of the influencers that that time I mean it definitely wasn't as big as it is now but it gave me hope so my boyfriend actually suggested look why don't you go to school for this like you're so passionate about it go learn more and and maybe you can and help other especially young girls with this lesson so I went to nutrition school I loved every single day that I was there and then it almost came like the flip side where I learned too much about food. And now I was dealing with orthorexia tendencies where you're just so strict on the like food properties and not even calorie counting, but like I could never go to a restaurant with my friends because I didn't know what was in the meal. Like my social life suffered. I lost my period for so long because of this. Like it was like a hypothalamic amenorrhea where like I was holding so much stress that I literally like lost my period. So I just kind of put myself on the outside and was like, I need to get away. There's a lot of lessons that I need to learn here. Again, I don't want to live my life like this. So I went on a retreat and it was supposed to be a week long and I stayed three weeks and had so many beautiful self-discoveries. And the day that I got home, I was out for a walk and decided to look up health and wellness podcast and found almost 30 and immediately was hooked. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I found my people. So at this point, I'm bringing my lessons back to the city. I'm running events. So I messaged Kristen and Lindsay and I was like, you guys need to come to Vancouver. We need to do a live event together so we started talking and they ended up coming up here we built a friendship and then a couple months later we, they brought me on the team as a community manager which led me to being away like two weeks of the month for just over a year where we were traveling all around the states and as I was traveling I was catching these 6 a.m flights out of Vancouver and as someone who's plant plant-based and health conscious and mainly gluten-free I go to the airport and it's like I'm not having a breakfast sandwich at 6 a.m and like this is not how I want to start my work trip I want to feel focused and energized and just like really good about the food decisions I'm making. So I started blending kind of this oatmeal blend of oatmeal, protein, flax, chia, and some superfoods in there and started showcasing it on my social. Like, look, you can get this this through customs because it's completely dried product. And anywhere you go, there's a coffee shop or a Starbucks where you can order like a steamed nut milk or a hot water. You add the oats in, hop on your flight, and you have this nutrition um, dense meal that keeps you full the entire time so you can focus and do what you need to do. So I had so many people commenting on my stories being like, oh my gosh, this needs to be a product. Like, I can't believe this isn't out there because of course you have the Quakers and everything that you spoke of. But if our Quakers, for instance, and I don't want to like put anyone down. It's just kind of coming to terms with what is in their ingredients. And there could be up to 16 grams of sugar per serving. And when we did our research in our focus groups, most people said they needed two pouches to feel satiated. So now you're starting your day with over 30 grams of sugar for breakfast, which is just like a recipe for chaos within your blood sugar. So I told, I called my friend Vanessa, who I've known for a while, and she has a business background. I had the nutrition background and I was like, look, I have an idea. And we started experimenting, doing recipe testing, um, and then COVID hit and we were like, oh my gosh, I don't think this is the time to start a business. 
But a month later, we came back and we're like, we cannot go to sleep knowing that there's people out there still like caving into this Quakers kind of mentality and, and grabbing just whatever is available. So we went for it. And now it's been about eight months and it's really taking off because I think there was a problem and, you know, we came up with a solution for it. And that is, I think, the greatest gift. But it, it t- took me a lot of life lessons and a lot of hard times to overcome, but to bring me full circle and every single like triumph every single lesson learned working with the podcast has all given me the tools and the skills and the experiences to be able to do this and like feel like I'm in purpose so I always like to remind everyone for anyone out there feeling lost just take a moment and like look in your life and be like what can I learn from this like what is this gift giving me right now that could potentially support me down the line because I'm firsthand experience there's a lot of lessons out there even though sometimes they might not be as obvious but you will find your way Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you make uh, a beautifully strong point of like, it's those moments that we feel are almost too much, where we are able to dig deep and actually find like true calling and purpose, because it's like, hey, in the midst of you kind of going through this crisis, like you're being shown a light of like, this is why you're here, you know? And it's the same for me. I mean, I was diagnosed and I was like, yeah, life sucks now. I'm just going to have to deal with it. And it just kept poking at me like, you should talk about this. And and here we are. (laughs) So I think that's really awesome how you were able to kind of marry the work that you did and learned through your nutrition, health and business, and then all of your experience working with Kristen Lindsay. And because of that work, needing to create something that you're now sharing with the rest of the world, which is really awesome. Now, from my understanding, your partner, uh, Vanessa, who couldn't join us, but Mm -hmm. she also was really on board with this because she herself had gone through a health condition and just in her personal life was working through uh, her own health journey. So are you kind of able to speak to how she kind of got on board with this idea, knowing kind of her background with her own health journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Vanessa had an autoimmune disease and similar to a lot of people out there really had to take her health into her own hands to be able to find an answer because no matter how many doctors she saw or diets she tried, like there was just nothing. And I think that's something that we all need to acknowledge that everyone is so different. Like there isn't a one size fits all when it comes to everything in health and wellness right now. Like you really, you do have to do some self-discovery and it is so great being open and talking about it because likely someone has gone through something similar, you know that at least you can feel supported but she was making this oatmeal and this kind of blend on her own as well so when I approached her about it she's like yes this is exactly what I'm talking about like I had to make this own mix because of my condition I couldn't just go out and buy anything and it's sad that there's nothing really out in the market that supports people who have their health and wellness top of mind but also want to run a career and like have a full-time job or families or whatever it may be so this was you know it really aligned perfectly and she's doing so much better now and it was like a mix of yeah taking health into her own hands lowering stress getting rid of like toxic situations or friendships or, or relationships in her life but yeah she's thriving now and I mean we could talk about partnership all day long it's been and that's something that we both really like to talk to because when you're in a partnership a business partnership it is a marriage mm-hmm. and you have to date and you have to figure out like how the other person learns and what their work style is like and that's been really interesting and of course there's been like a ton of bumps but like we've always been able to make 
communication number one and really be open and honest with each other. And now the partnership is better than ever. And, you know, it, it kind of it has to have a solid partnership for a business to be able to grow. And part of that partnership is making sure that our health and wellness is number one. So there's mm. been lots of afternoons or, or mornings or evenings where either of us have called the other partner and just been like, you know what, I'm just, I think I need to take a couple hours just to myself, like I'm not feeling up for it. And we're so grateful to be able to have the space to do that. Mind you, both her and I still work part-time jobs. Like mm-hmm. we're definitely hustling out there, but we do make sure that our health and wellness is top priority or else we couldn't show up for the business or for other jobs or for each other. Yeah, that's so important. And I think, you know, after the past year, everybody is trying to figure out what is that process for myself to take time, especially, you know, coming from a long corporate background, asking for time off or for the day or I'm not feeling well was scary (laughs) because you're like, do I have enough sick time? Am I going to get marked for being absent and not making my metrics and all these things? So I... I appreciate knowing that on the internal side of how you guys operate, you, to me, it's just a respect factor. If I can't show up and give you my best, then for me to operate half-assed, basically, I'm not giving you the full extent of my abilities and that's not fair to you. And so I think that's an awesome way to start off a business partnership is, hey, if we're not 100% you don't need my permission to to go take care of yourself. That is always number one. So as a consumer, I appreciate that because that means I'm (laughs) truly eating something with love because you know that's there. So I, you know, I chose to do products and services and nonprofits this season for a reason because I'm also very curious about the process. Now, I don't think I've ever really thought about launching a product of any sort right Mm -hmm. so consumables is really fascinating for me because i'm just like i get nervous just cooking for like friends like does it taste good are you gonna like it whatever but to create something mass produce it and then share it like it, it has a whole host of challenges i'm sure um but one thing I love to learn is how did you guys come up with the name? Was it just a, a random brainstorming session or were you just like chit-chatting and it just kind of flowed out and you're just like, eh, that should be the name. Like I always love hearing how people come up with names for their stuff. Yeah, that's a great question. And we really thought about the entity of the business and what we wanted it to represent and be like. And a lot of that came up for us was humor because both Vanessa and I, we've had, we've taken our wellness journey so seriously. And like, I know you, when you're in it, it's really hard to find appreciation. It's really hard to enjoy it. But now that we're kind of out of it, it's like, man, I wish I had just embraced life more and just been like, okay, I'm going to go eat a burger with my friends. Am I going to die? Like, no, like everything's going to be fine. And, you know, and then you could be good 90% of the other time, 80% of the other time. So we really wanted this brand to represent a like celebrate celebrating the individual that you are because nobody is the same and and like a breakfast that kind of represents that like it's different than what you find on the shelves it's like even the graphics and the coloring like it's bright so anyways we kind of thought about like all the underneath stuff and then we had honestly oats we were thinking about that for a little while because it's like very honest ingredients we're like no that's not funny it sounds too much like the honest company so we were going back and forth with a ton of names and then i i believe it was my boyfriend who said what about like a pun like it's out of the ordinary but out of the ordinary and right away we were like grab that hashtag grab that website 
I love it. I love it when you when you go down the the domain rabbit hole of like just snag everything now. If it doesn't work, I think I had three domains that I was like, all right, I'm not doing anything with it. I can let it go be back. Because <laughs> yeah. when it hits, you you gotta snag it. That's really cool. Well, I like that it has a, a humorous sense to it. It's awesome. I it's the perfect play on words because it's it to me it's anything but ordinary from you know the things that I have to think about when it comes to food of like. I don't have to think about this. Like I can just, and same, I've had to to tweak with mixes because I love rolled oats and steel cut. And mm-hmm. so especially portion sizing it, that that's my biggest constant thing that I'm having to evolve with myself and to know it's in the perfect size. I don't have to think about it. I can still add to it. I think I love y'all's reels when you're doing all of these different versions and all the fruits. I love fruit and all the different ways that you can make it or if you want to bake it or, you know, it's such it's versatile. And so (laughs) it's so nice to see it take off. So cool, like funny, witty name, right? And then you both had your own blends that you were doing. So what was the process for like sourcing the ingredients and coming to uh, a mutual uh, agreement of what you guys wanted in it, as well as like the non-negotiables of what like has to be in it and how it has to taste and how it has to respond to you? What was that process like? It was such a process. Like the, it took us six months alone to nail down the recipe. Not only because like anyone can make a delicious tasting oatmeal, but it was like at first I didn't want to use sugar at all. I wanted to keep it sugar free and use monk fruit. But when we we discovered like so you have to research where can I get monk fruit, and at the time it was really difficult to get it into the can into Canada because we were getting it from the states and they didn't have any in Canada. And then like when we priced it all out, like our oatmeal was going to be way too expensive. And I was like, okay, well what's the point? if it has no sugar but, but like now no one can afford it you know and we're like okay well organic coconut sugar actually has nutrients to it and we add such a little amount that the other part of it is like you can make something really healthy but if it doesn't taste good then why are people people going to come back for it so we had to like every ingredient is so methodically thought out for a to keep the pricing like at a decent point to, to the taste but also the benefits and the nutrition part of it so like the flax and chia you got your healthy fats in there extra protein we use a rolled oat because quick oats digest really quickly and they can spike your blood sugar so that's like for quakers you might be able to add hot water and eat it right away but then you're also digesting it a lot faster so that's why people often need two packs or to go back for more so yes it takes all of 10 minutes if you like like a really soft consistency if you do ours instant style you can obviously do it overnight as well but it takes 10 minutes but then you're full for hours you know so we were really uh, and the the oats are organic and gluten-free because oats are heavily sprayed so we wanted to make sure that they were organic and gluten-free for people who are celiac as well or gluten sensitive and then we added the protein powder because i know like a lot of people are plant-based and sometimes even if you're not plant-based it can be difficult to get protein in your diet so we added the plant the we did our own unique blend of protein so it's all different types of plants in there to get like a nice kind of balance ratio and amino acids and then for for flavoring there was a couple huge companies that we spoke to and said if you don't use natural flavors you're not going to be able to scale so we're like okay like we don't love the idea of natural flavors but let's order some and we can experiment with it and we tried it and we were like no we can't do this it's 
so gross. Like I don't love it. And you know, so we, that's again, why our product is going to be a little bit more expensive because we source freeze dried berries. Now freeze dried berries are flash frozen and still contain up to 90% of the nutritional value of the, the actual live fruit wow. Where dried fruit, like cranberries and those kinds of things. They're often dried with sulfites, um, which can cause headaches and like numerous health issues, but then they add sugar to them to make them sweet. So we're like, okay, again, not what we're going for. So we were we source these freeze-dried berries locally here in BC. We blend them up so that it's like the whole flavor is equal within every bite. It's not just like you get a chunk here and there. And cacao obviously is like so many good nutrients. It's full of magnesium, antioxidants, and then cinnamon for balancing blood sugar. So we and like the coconut for the taste and um, the potassium. So there's lots of different things that we added just to make sure that everyone felt really good about eating it. And as we say, like the first meal of the day really sets the tone for the rest of your day. So if you're putting a nutritious meal that balances your blood sugar, that keeps you full, like your next meal, you're not going to go reaching for that muffin. You're not going to grab that croissant. Like you're going to, you're more level headed and more satiated and like less cravings because you've given what your body needs to perform that you'll make better decisions. So it's not just like this, there's so much like obviously I'm so passionate about it but it's there's so much more than like just a breakfast we're like setting you up for success because we know how powerful like our community is and we want you to be able to go out there and take on the world and to us that just starts with a really nutritious breakfast and not everyone has time to you know mix all the things together first thing in the morning just like throw it in a jar add some plant-based milk or some hot water grab and go and like you're done that takes all of two minutes you know so yeah, i'm even like surprising myself i'm like oh my gosh this is an idea and, and it's a real thing that we're like out there helping people which is it's just so humbling it's so cool now the protein piece is yeah. so huge because there's so many times where i've tried to put protein in my oatmeal i'm like okay if i mix it the milk first and then add it then, you know, but it's too hot. So it's still clump. I'm like, all right, the idea is there. The idea is there. And I just wasted a whole batch of protein, milk and oatmeal trying to, because, you know, a lot of times, especially in diabetes education, we're taught kind of a couple of different extremes, like either you can have carbs, but you just got to count them really intensely, especially for those who take insulin, the more holistic and intuitive, you know, people that are, they're you know, coming up more in the diabetic space are like, it's not that you can't have carbs, you just need fat and fiber and protein to go with it, because then it slows the breakdown process, your body's not immediately absorbing all of it. And you're even and full all day long. And a lot of people don't take the time to understand that. So when I see products that oatmeal has fiber too, right so that also helps and then you're adding the flax and you're adding the chia and you're adding the protein and honestly the the freeze-dried fruit is just extra for me like like I just I love fruit in general so that's just an extra layer of like hey here's something fun even though I can you know jazz it up myself but to know that the culmination of what you're putting in it is the exact recipe that most diabetics are still learning of like, hey, as long as you keep this combination in your meals and it's portioned right and the ingredients are decent, you're not gonna see crazy spikes all day long. Like you would mm -hmm. if I, you know, it's not that I don't love Starbucks, but I have to, I feel like the jerk who's at the counter too long because I gotta give you a laundry list of 
I drink because I got to make it special because otherwise I'm going to drink it. And I don't even want to, I'm not even going to look at my meter right now because I know it's just, it's just saying, you know what you did. Like that's what my meter is saying when I drink regular Starbucks. So, but anyways, I think it's cool. And, and again, it just goes to show how thoughtful because Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that blood sugar management is when you already have diabetes. It's like, nah, it's all the time it's for everybody when i hear people say oh my god i'm so hangry i'm like that's your blood sugar that's what that is you're going low you need to eat and we have been kind of conditioned to this you know spike and drop all day long just drink a bunch of coffee and it's got chock full of sugar and you know okay now you're skyrocket to the moon on your blood sugar but then you haven't eaten anything to sustain you so now you drop and crash and by lunchtime you're ready to murder your boss because you have nothing in your system so it's just this constant up and down and i think the more that people understand that blood sugar conscious eating as i like to think of it is extremely beneficial for everyone and especially if it's in one of the most important meals of the day you are setting people up for success i don't have to worry about yelling at somebody in my next meeting because i'm just starving because my body is getting empty nutrients basically you know when i feed it or drink it (laughs) absolutely and i think so many people are on like the green smoothie craze which like don't get me wrong smoothies are amazing it's a Mm -hmm. great way to get a ton of nutrients but for me, who's someone who I like to work out in the morning, like I would never feel full after a smoothie. Yeah. And I was like, and then I feel bad that I was reaching for a snack because like my body needs, needs time to digest. And then, you know, I would like go through this weird phase of like, oh, I need to fast for like more hours, but mm-hmm. I'm so hungry now. I have brain fog and I've just spent the last 45 minutes battling with myself if I should go for a snack or not. I'm like, this is no way to get anything done where you can have like, I have like a green kind of like drink that I have each morning, a greens powder. And and then the rest of my meals are all plant-based, but like in the morning, every single morning I'm having my oatmeal and I can, like you said, mix it up. You can add some yogurt in there. You can add some berries, nut butter, whatever you want to make it a little bit interesting. Or there's people who just have it the same every single day, but like the smoothie, I mean, you know, your body best, but like for someone who is active and kind of needs to be on all day, like it just wasn't cutting it for me. And I felt like bad about it because carbs were kind of still like demon when I was going through this and it's like no complex carbs can be so amazing your body needs them and they Mm -hmm. need them for fuel for for cognitive function like there's so many things it's just eating them exactly like you said in the right way in the right portion and adding some fats and fiber in there like I want to bring back like the love for carbs in the right kind of like fashion or manner where like you get them to work for you yes yes and I think that is so huge especially with the diet culture really kind of getting a full-on rude awakening. I think it's been building up the last couple of years, but with the spike of, you know, health conditions related to food, it's just like carbs really aren't bad. We have just, A, been eating a crap ton of processed carbs, which is never good for anybody. We're not being educated the right way because everybody's got an opinion. And because of that, the science of it is getting lost. It's getting so lost between all the different, you know, even the different types of diets like keto and vegan. Like there's nothing, in my opinion, fundamentally wrong with them. It's the knowledge in which they're being applied to people that make it harmful. Like I don't see keto personally as a long term thing to do. And for me and the way my body works, I can't do the extreme excess of fat. I tried it. Because the diabetic community is like, yo, keto is it. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But numbers didn't lie for me. 
and that excess amount of fat with not an even amount of protein all these other things like I saw higher numbers on keto than I did like now and so it's just crazy how like it's frustrating because you're just like man it's not hard it's really not hard there's too many I hate to say it too much money in politics and all of it and you're just like And you know, what's funny when it comes with fruit, like I, I just, you know, read up on groceries and I always try to keep uh, a bag of apples and usually bananas. Right. And there's probably somebody somewhere in a diabetic Facebook group, like, no. And I'm like, and I check every time that I, I check, I had, a, I love peanut butter banana sandwiches. Mm. They're just, I, I don't get how people don't love it right like i like i love it but i also had on the side i had some carrots and some celery and some almond milk and then i chucked some water afterwards I scanned myself i'm like 115 look at that <laughs> like you know i had a, a sandwich with an apple you know and i had uh, i love putting cucumber on sandwiches so i put a bunch of cucumber and all that kind of stuff and it's just like people will freak on these ingredients and it's just like well fruit sugar is a little bit different than the processed sugar that we're used to ingesting and sure do we have to be mindful of when we buy whole foods of like the different chemicals and things that were used to you know the pesticides stuff like that that's a whole nother element but even just starting there and just cleaning your food really well and just having that I keep more raw food in my fridge now than ever before and yeah. I keep keep a lot of processed stuff out of my house as much as possible now if I have a night or I order myself a couple snacks every now and then I like Oreos do I tell myself no I don't eat the whole bag but when it's gone I'm like all right it'll come back around in like two months or so because it's just I don't feel the need I crave an ice cold apple way more than any of the cookies and stuff like that and it took some time but you it's like you're reintroducing your body to something that it's known its whole life 
you know, through, I do believe in, in the idea of like passing down genetic information more than just physical, like the understanding of things. And, you know, from the black side on my dad, he grew up on, on dealing with farms and all that stuff. And then my mom grew up in Thailand and she was laughing one time. Cause she's like, when we first came to the States, your grandma was like, you guys overcook all of your food. And they would go into the forest to play and they would come back starving. Just like, there's like, there's no food back there because they're used to the jungle where there's fruit trees everywhere and they would come back full because they would just cut stuff down, eat it raw right then and there in the middle of the road. And I'm just like, it just goes to show that like, as much as I appreciate the advancement that Western culture brings, there are aspects of it that we've kind of just pushed out. You know, we used to be farmers. We used to grow on food, things like that. I definitely want a homestead. I would love the opportunity to like fully grow my own stuff. I I'm, I'm, remember helping with it when I was a kid, but to do it yourself because you realize how much whole foods does so much more for you. And you can eat a lot more. I think people don't realize that. Yeah. Like you ever try to eat the recommended amount of servings with whole foods? I can't finish it, <laughs> you yeah. know? So if, if yeah, hunger is a thing. On the flip side, you like you could have one, you know, hamburger from McDonald's or whatever it may be, and that's like half your cal- half your um, calories for the day. When you could have like almost two nutritious meals, it, like, and I wanted to bounce back to something you said there. You know, a everyone is different. So if banana um, peanut butter sandwich works for you, it works for you. Like mm-hmm. nobody should be judging what anyone else is doing. That like just what where did curiosity go? Where did express yes. interest? You know, and like and of course there's signs out there that will say a calorie is a calorie. Sure, fair enough, but not all, all calories are equal. So yes, if you are eating below your calorie deficit of just Twinkies, will you lose weight? Sure, you'll lose weight, but your skin will be bad. Your energy will be terrible. You'll mm-hmm. age way faster. Like there's so many things that like every study, there's always questions that they're not bringing up because A, look at who's paying for the study. Look at what like what they're trying to get across. But, like you also have to like in this day and age with so much information, you have to kind of just like not feel it out, but also do your own research, look beyond what is being shown. And then it just, yeah, like go, goes back to the whole foods. And now like with, like you said, with so much Western technology, there's so many things that are amazing for us, but when it comes to food, like, yeah, trying to buy organic, trying to stick to whole foods, that's always going to be your best bet. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the information overload is definitely real, but I like Mm -hmm. to think of it as, you know, I don't mind paying for convenience, right? But at the point that convenience is costing me my life, yeah. that's different. You know, I I always joke like, okay, I get 1950s was a bit rough in terms of the war and the women kind of had to take over the workforce and trying to also cook a meal for a family is a lot. But introducing the chemical process to things and not having enough information on the long-term effects. Cause I think we're still getting hit with ripple effects of like, let's put chemicals in everything. It's great. And then it's like, oh, oops. You know, like now we're having to backpedal instead of just like, you know, I'm recognizing I don't need to buy in bulk all of the, you know, dried goods. Like I feel a lot better. And now I kind of really wish I had a cooler farmer's market here, or at least near me where like, I actually don't mind getting my groceries once a week because I was also overeating because I'm like, I got all this food in the house and it's all going to go bad and versus just getting what I needed for the week and, you know, learning the life cycle of food. Because now if I have certain, 
vegetables where I'm like, it ain't wilted yet and it's been like three weeks. Like to me, that's like, ooh, that's not natural. <laughs> so yeah. it's, we go on this all day because it's just, it's fascinating. It's so fascinating. And I, I want it people is. to know that. So last thing I want to add for people who are feeling overwhelmed by healthy eating, like it really doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't need to have a thousand ingredients. Like mm -hmm. you can do soup, stew, stir fries that have like a handful, like three or four or five ingredients. For instance, this last week, I just sauteed some garlic, onion, parsley, threw a can of beans in there and then squirted some lemon juice on it. And there's like proteins, there's fiber, there's greens, you know, you can keep it really simple. So yeah, you can use Pinterest and whatnot for inspiration, but don't feel overwhelmed. And the moment you do just step back, like get like, get, just get a little bit of everything and, and feel free to mix it up. And if anyone ever has any questions about that or any recipe ideas, please feel free to hit me up. I mean, part of my mission here in this life is just to, to show how clean eating can be easy and attainable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the grocery store that we have here in Texas called HEB, they've put out these fresh stir fry bags. Mm -hmm. And I love it because I'm used to it with my mom, but you got to chop 50 million veggies and God, Julie, to do the julienne carrots. God bless anybody who knows how to julienne carrots like now nah, because it's it makes me angry. <laughs> so I love buying these packs because it's got broccoli, it's got carrots, it's got cauliflower, the, the snap peas, everything. And I literally just toss it right in the pan, little, you know, sesame oil, a little garlic, whatever. And I do so many combinations with just that one bag. I'll buy like five and I can yep. make so many different stir fry types and it's so good. And yep. you don't even have to have that many ingredients. Like I'm used to stir fries with literally some noodles, a meat and some form of broccoli. And yep. when my mom used to, I was like, it used to be the best meal in life. Like, oh my God. And it's like, it's three things literally, you know? So absolutely. Oh, simplicity. Okay. Utilize leftovers. Yes. Yeah. Leftovers are your friends, man. I, I have friends who are like, I can't eat the same thing. And I'm like, dog, you missing out. And also you what is your out. grocery you bill? What is your grocery bill? <laughs> 100% it's always better the next day come Yo, on. oh especially when it marinates like when you make a good spaghetti sauce or something and it marinates like come on yeah I'll play it I hear you <laughs> okay so we've learned about the ingredients we've learned about the taste the background mm -hmm. of it the sourcing of the ingredients and finding a place to put it all together how and and what was y'all's criteria for like okay, this is going to be the place to to produce our product because that has to be a lot of trust because I've seen some people where they, they hand mix everything themselves, package it up, and I'd follow y'all steps like, nah, I'm going to give y'all the formula. <laughs> Put it together for me because it's a lot. So what was the grade sheet that needed to be met of like, okay, we trust y'all to you know make our product right and put it out there? It's such a good question, Taylor, and this has been our biggest struggle and something we're currently dealing with as well. So we didn't have a choice because co-packers, so the people who will make your product for you, are mm -hmm. extremely limited and in high demand here in BC and in, in mm -hmm. Canada generally. So we had out of like our whole province, I think there was two that we could choose from. We started and unfortunately both gave us pricing and then decided to almost double it last minute mm -hmm. so there was a lot of kind of like dishonesty and some things that have happened that we were like this like this is seems so strange to us like we really learned that you and i don't want to sound so negative because i'm like the most positive person 
but you can't necessarily just trust anyone. You have to do your due diligence. Yeah. You have to go out and like talk to people. Like, for example, like there's been times where we've delivered ingredients and delivered a packing list and shown what we brought and they've called us and told us that we didn't deliver things. So it's like, okay, so now we actually have to get them to sign off on that list so that there's proof. Like there's just been so many lessons and I, I do believe everyone's just doing their best and there could be miscommunication, but Anyways, having a co-packer has just been, it's really been really challenging. So we, we decided that we didn't want to make it ourselves because if Vanessa and I are in the kitchen all day, who's out there telling people about our product, Right. you know, and so by the time we got our food safe, we rented a food safe kitchen and like had all the regulations and the certifications, like we might as well just be paying for someone to do it. A facility that has all the right certificates that will allow us to get into bigger retails and whatnot. So we've from the very, very beginning, we've had such faith that this company is going to be big. We've acted like a big business. Like nice. how can we scale by making stuff out of our own kitchen? You know, so we've had big dreams. We put those in place. So for the co-packer right now, it's been, you know, we're still struggling with it. For instance, we just had a massive heat wave here in BC last month. So now the price of our freeze dried berries has gone up. So we're mm. consistently like dealing. And that means like we had to change our margins. Like we're not changing the ingredients or the recipe by any means, but it just means we have to maybe cut back on marketing or maybe do something to kind of adjust. So it's mm -hmm. always, something's like always changing. So our, as much as like we love being a Canadian company, we're very proud. And of course we do ship to the States. We have started to look out of co-packers of being in the States. Mm -hmm. I think our, the American clientele is perhaps a little bit more open to this type of product and ingredients are cheaper in the States. Like we spoke to, so for instance, we had two co-backers to choose from in Canada. We were given a list of co-backers and went through every single one to see who could mix like this oatmeal, this kind of blend. And I think there was like 75 to choose from in the States. And we've wow. already spoken to people who like will help us source ingredients. We're like, our co-backer doesn't really do that. Like we have to do that all on our own. So we are, potentially looking at maybe moving production like we're kind of exploring it it's all part of like the exploration part of the business like yeah. what is going to allow us to we're always also trying to bring our price down because we do want to make it more affordable for everyone you know we're a high quality product and there's definitely a market there for it but we just want to be conscious that everyone can afford it and be able to like have these benefits no matter you know what your financial status is so we're always looking at ways that we can kind of support our community in that sense we have a give back as well. So for every six pouches sold, we donate a meal to a healthy child in need. There's like just then the percentage of kids going to school without a breakfast when we found that out here in our own backyard was astonishing. Like it just broke our hearts. So yeah. we work with school districts to do that. So we're like, so to be able to give back more, of course, that's reflected in our, we're not a nonprofit. This is just something that we believe in. So we have to make sure that, you know, the business is still able to sustain itself. So at this point, whatever choice we make is for the, the, the best interest of the this business so we're exploring right now co-backing has been very difficult very interesting but i highly recommend if you just are making a, you know a baked good or something that you just love to give to your friends and sell in local markets for sure like a hobby go and like make it in your kitchen that's wonderful but you know that just wasn't our idea but yeah sourcing ingredients has been super interesting where there's like we things have sold out many times that have put us like behind. So every day is a learning lesson. And, you know, we are firm believers that everything happens for a reason. So, you know, again, going back to coming full circle here, it's like, okay, what can this moment teach us mm -hmm. and like how, and how we approach it? Cause being angry or upset or getting frustrated is not helping anything. So it's like, how can we make sure this doesn't happen again? What have we learned? You know, so we're always growing, but 
Co-packing's a, still a sore, sore spot. <laughs> oh man, the, uh, the joys of entrepreneurship. It's such a deep thing and that's why I'm so fascinated and I love getting the opportunity to have these kind of conversations with the people who build it because, you know, I think sometimes we forget that there's real people behind the products that we invest in. And especially if it's a product that is providing something so meaningful in so many different fronts, knowing that like, hey, we're doing this because we really want to provide something, I think is something we should all consider. You know, me being on the, you know, past operation side of things, like I'm used to the disgruntled and, and the not so happy about things. It's always good to know, like, the amount of care that is going in something. And, you know, for anybody out there who wants to start their own product, I firmly believe in like, let me understand what kind of chaos I'm signing up for. Cause I'm down for chaos all day long. <laughs> I just want to know what kind. And it's been so fascinating to hear how people source and try to build things up and the marketing and all of the things. I love the behind the scenes uh, stuff that you guys do uh, on your Instagram. Like the, the uh, reshoot was adorable. And I was just like, this is really cool. I, I just get excited seeing people doing stuff that they love, but to know the, oh. the story behind it is. Yeah. We try to be really open and honest about our journey. Yeah. There's so many people, like, entrepreneurs out there. And it's like, as entrepreneurs ourselves, like we couldn't find any business, like really like showing us the day-to-day -day behind the scenes. So we do a lot of Instagram lives too, just to talk to other businesses. And like, I just did one with an artist out of New York, all about creativity. Cause I'm the head of marketing and I do all our graphic design as well. So it's like, let's just bring these conversations in. And that's been one thing that I highly recommend for anyone who wanted to start their own business mm -hmm. in the food industry or not. We would set up like two to three calls, maybe even more every single week with other businesses. And that was a gift that COVID gave us that these massive CEOs and founders had time mm -hmm. and were willing to sit down and talk with us. Like we would hop on a call for like half an hour, whatever we could get with these huge businesses and the information they gave us, we were like, how is everyone in this industry so supportive? Like we could not believe it. So yeah. just talking, like it saved us so much money and we were able to cut corners learning Having said that, there was a lot of advice that we were given where deep down in our guts, we're like, I so appreciate and respect that. But like, I don't know if that feels right for us. Like right. definitely listen to your gut, but like do your best to just talk to as many people in, in the industry as you can. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was literally talking to my dad earlier today and I was like, you know, this has been a lesson that you and mom have taught me for so long and I struggle with it and I keep running into it because I feel like life is very much like a game where you keep leveling up, right? You might learn the concept of something or the foundation of something, but it can be applied in so many different ways. And my biggest struggle that I'm constantly growing through is just asking and you and another guest that does a supplements kind of geared towards diabetics. I was like, how did you know what ingredients to get because i'm and they're just like we literally just ask people yeah and you know five years ago i'd have been like this ceo doesn't want the time of day with me to talk and it's just like no and now i'm in you know a circle of people where all i did was just ask and the willingness for people to share their knowledge and to help you is is insane and and i'm yeah. sitting here as a witness too like just ask
<laughs> they had like mentors in their life who helped them so like you, you never know they might be just be there's so many people we spoke to and there are have said i'm so happy that i can give back because so many people gave to me mm-hmm. you know and then and we've had tons of businesses call us and ask us for advice and we're like heck yes we'll give you our time like let's just keep this asking and giving thing forward and you know I, like there are some people that that are really strict about their time and you know like not going for coffee but i almost create time in my schedule to give back because it lights me up like I love being able to help other people so and if someone we've got tons of no's for sure people haven't returned our messages or said no I just don't have time do we take that personally absolutely not it has nothing to do with us they have a busy schedule like you know like don't ever take a no personally don't ever take we always like to say rejection is a redirection yes it wasn't meant to to be yes sorry i got really excited i love i've I've heard that saying in so many ways and it's so true and it has changed you know not only just like um, i love the uh four agreements book and don't take things personally it's one of my favorites because you know i've recognized i'm sensitive i tried to hide that side of myself for a very long time but i'm energetically attuned to people so when i get no or whatever that you know makes the door close for me in whatever capacity in that way, I've started learning to look for, okay, where are the back windows? Where are the other opportunities that are popping up because they're saying, hey, not this direction. And it's changed how I've seen things because, you know, I used to get so beat up, like this person doesn't want to talk to me, but I'm nice, (laughs) you know, so 100%. So how have you guys been managing the takeoff? Because I, I legit check on your side every now and then to see how if how soon you're creeping my way because I'm like if you make it to Texas all I'm saying I'm probably gonna go buy up everything from the store but like you guys Uh have been blowing up in stores across BC and I know you guys are you know shipping to the states and trying to make your way but like even just to see it explode across your own country like I think that's amazing how have you guys been you know, managing the growth along with trying to, you know, manage the challenge. Well, first of all, we're in talks with a co-backer in San Antonio. So we'll keep you, we'll keep you posted. And we've definitely been talking to a lot of American companies and like trying to learn, like, is there a market? Cause there's definitely more competition for us in the States for sure. sure. But like, so I saw a post recently that said, if you feel saturated in your market, just go stand in a bread aisle. And I was like, damn that is so true Mm -hmm. like there is so there's always there's competition in everything but like you just have to make it your own you have to yeah we've talked about that but going across bc has been amazing there's been so many lessons and so basically we had the goal of you know let's become a well-known brand within vancouver yeah of course we have massive dreams to be like across the states north america the world whatever it may be but like our mentor always told us crawl walk run so if we start running and i'm reading a book right now that i highly recommend every entrepreneur read it's called ramping your brand and it was recommended by the um, founders of june shine like a hard kombucha and they say like companies that spike really fast have much more they're much more likely to crash so if you have like this kind of like scale ramp where you're just slowly gaining momentum, like that's going to keep going. So we've kind of just kept that, that in mind. We're like, okay, let's get into a few local cafes. Like how are people responding to this? Okay, the feedback's been good. Okay, I think now it's time that we hire a distributor. So for those of you who don't know a distributor, it's kind of like your agent and manager representing your brand. So they are often like Whole Foods, for instance, won't 
necessarily work directly with a brand. They work through a distributor. Mm -hmm. So a distributor will have like a catalog of products that they represent. And then they like Whole Foods or um, other brands will like work with them to get in. So we've just hired a distributor. So they've been sending samples out. They've been really well received. So we're just kind of working on the paperwork to get them out. But again, it's just like starting really small, getting proof of concept, because as much as we like to think this is the best oatmeal in the world, we, you know, we're biased. (laughs) So you have to like make sure that you're getting other people's opinion. People are buying it. So we've kind of just been doing that. Like we came out at a really a more high price rate because we also weren't able to buy like packaging in greater amounts where you get that discount. So we had to kind of start small and then we were able to bring our price down because now like people are buying it and we're able to grow. So definitely like we use like HubSpot or a spreadsheet or Asana. Like there's definitely tools that we do to keep in line and to keep organized. And it's also just nourishing, nurturing those accounts. Like I'm checking in with my accounts all the time. How are you guys doing? Can we support you? Like we'll stop by and we can hand out samples. Now that COVID's kind of slowing down and things are opening up more here in BC, we've been able to do samples, which is something that was so hard at first because when you try our oatmeal, you understand like, why it's well 429 canadian and then the bigger pouches are cheaper i think like two dollars per serving but like they understand the price point because it tastes so good it's so nutritious but we've had to do all of that through like instagram Mm -hmm. and a couple like facebook ads like no one was able to just try it right away so now that it's an opening up we've been able to go to fitness studios and do like pop-ups and we had a, a yoga and oats event recently so that's been really great is being able to connect to our community But yeah, definitely crawl, walk, run. That's kind of the approach that we've taken. And it's really working out for us because I think also if you just land all these big accounts, that was another thing. It's like we landed a huge account months ago and we made a huge decision to not follow through with it right away, right away because we were still so new. We wanted to make sure that our inventory was in place. Do we have a co-packer who can produce the amount of inventory that this retailer will need? Because mm-hmm. if we promise and we under-deliver, they've got a bad taste in their mouth. It's going to be so much harder for them to bring us on. So if you don't land a big account right away or like just make sure that you're so confident, it doesn't have to be perfect. Nothing's ever going to be perfect, but make sure that you, your ducks are in your own, you're feeling confident so that you can like give that retailer or that partner a good experience. And so that's what it's been for us. And sometimes it can be hard because you just want it. You want to go big like right now, but like this is much more of a sustainable way to go. Yeah, no, I think that's a beautiful point. And it's valid no matter what you do, because like, it's okay to say not yet. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And at the end of the day, you've made that connection. And you've impressed them to the point where like, yeah, we want to. And it's, I mean, I think it's a cute to you. So I'm just like, ooh, actually, let me come back when I'm 10 times better for you. You know, like, like, actually, let me go do that. And people do appreciate that. Because if you go in and strain yourself, like you said, it leaves something lasting that is negative and we all know negative stuff you stays strong <laughs> than the positive stuff and you want to always have that and i think it's the same with your health you know like you said crawl walk run like even if it's just changing just your breakfast that's a better start than trying to overwhelm yourself with overhauling everything and so i love to see that it's incorporated through all threads of your business so before i let you get back to your busy founder day what are the plans for the future are there more flavors coming are you guys you know wanting to do other types of products within the kind of like oatmeal kind of family like if y'all do steel cut oats (laughs) just just send it all to me i'll figure the money out just send it all to me you know but you know i'm i you know i think 
it's safe to say that when you build a product that you like, you can't help but let the ideas kind of roll out. So, you know, are there, even if it's later down the line, are there things that you guys are hoping to-, to Absolutely. Yeah, we've been, we've had ideas like from the, like the day we came up with the idea for the business. Like, we're like, oh, we can do this and this. So yeah, definitely new flavors down the line. Again, like going through that crawl, walk, run approach is that, you know, we're still figuring out our co-packer, making sure ingredients are solid. Cause like when you bring in, it's not just like I can go to my kitchen and add some new ingredients and then create a product. It's like, okay, so we have to design the label. We have to make sure that it's all like USA, FDA and like Canadian legalities, which has been so hard. Like we didn't even get into the legalities of packaging. Oh my gosh. There's so many things that you can and can't say. And it's so different from Canada to the state. So we've just spent so much time like speaking with legal representatives or people in the industry who can kind of help us out with that. Cause you can get all your products taken right off the shelf like, if it's not compliant with their rules. So, so there's that. And then it's like getting that into production. And you know, what if people don't even like, like this flavor and we've just done a run of a thousand of them or whatever it is. So of course we've had a, a couple ideas for new flavors for a long time but we just want to make sure that everything is going well and then we're going to do that and then yeah we'd love to do like maybe like a type of ball that's a you can don't even have to add any liquid to it you know you can eat it right away maybe some kind of like beverage that's oat based there's definitely more and we're always open to our community too like anyone have an idea or like want to see something from us please dm us because we take everything like we're still so brand new it's much easier for us to pivot and like bring out a new flavor than it would be for a bigger brand so of course there's steps but yeah we're always looking to see what our community is most interested in there's a couple like classic quaker flavors that people have suggested and it's like we might be able to put a healthy spin on that so we'll definitely keep you posted yeah strawberries and cream and mango if either of those can happen like i mean i'm always a happy tailor for the most part but you know extra little well so because you are in a food business and I feel like you've given so much great advice and insight, you know, what would be one piece of advice that you would give either a new food business owner or someone who's kind of been in it and they're trying to pivot and shape things, but what would you advise them when they're trying to be more inclusive with customers who may have health conditions like diabetes, like autoimmune diseases, things like that? What would be something that you would you know, pass on to them to help them in their journey. I would just be so recommend being so open to your community. Like if this is, I know you can have your ideologies and what we spoke about before is like people either think keto is the way or plant-based is the way or whatever it may be, but like be open and be curious and hear what other people would like to see from your brand. It only means that they care for and it goes back to your beliefs. Like I, like I know you said like the strawberry and the mango and all that, but you know, that would mean bringing in perhaps natural flavors and that doesn't necessarily align with us at this time. So it's being able to keep your integrity, but also be respectful and hear your audience out. And we'll always go back to the whole foods route. Like we're going to keep our products so that it's as healthy, like we didn't have to make it gluten-free, but we wanted to make sure that those people with who are celiac or gluten sensitive felt included. Yeah, there's so many thoughts that went into this product to try to make it ex- inclusive to everyone. So for feedback, ask your community. Going back to what we said, just ask. We put out surveys all the time. We're always looking to improve and we take all of those to heart. So just be open have your integrity there, but don't let it block you from hearing other people in your community. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Because I think 
there's such a you kind of you see it with companies who you know publicly go through these big chaotic messes <laughs> you know especially when it's food related and so when you want to you know because i like like i i think of cereal brands when they started trying to cut back on the sugar or they had to start you know being more transparent about their labels like to see people react that way is because it's like hey i trusted you and i wanted to ensure that whatever i'm feeding myself or my family is valuable to them because y'all sure as hell put a lot of money in them commercials to make it look that way so <laughs> you know i want to know that what I'm eating is doing it so absolutely listening to people of like can you please have something like this you know but I think us as consumers to also respect the process that's something that you have to figure out and a company is not able to provide something that's being asked for in a way that keeps it authentic to the guidelines that they set for themselves I think we can respectfully be okay with like all right that wasn't meant to be in that space because one of the biggest things that I see in consumable products especially in like Amazon reviews of like something changed in the formula i don't know what they did but i can taste it and it's weird and that takes off like wildfire so i would much rather you say you know what we're keeping these flavors because i can guarantee it's going to stay exactly the way that it is versus like we're trying to introduce 50 different other products that are subpar to what our our standard that we guys you know we set you up for so I think that's mm -hmm. being honest like, with your community. Like we promised um, our pre-sale orders to go out beginning of November. And then we like the company where we order gluten-free organic oats ran out. You know, that was a huge lesson. So we just put out a post and we're like, we're a brand new company. We're learning. We can't thank you enough for our support, but here's the issue. And like every, not one person said, oh, you should know better or blah, blah. Everyone was like, wow, I'm so like obsessed with your honesty in this. And just like, people just want to feel included, yeah. you know? So we're trying to be honest throughout this whole process, which is why we like doing the podcast and the Instagram lives. Cause you get to hear like behind the scenes and we're not trying to pretend something that we're not, you know, we're just normal people trying to make the world a better place one oatmeal at a time. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I know that people will continue to appreciate it. And, and I hope that every person who is living with diabetes gives this a try. They ship to us. So there's no excuse. Okay. If you're in Canada, if you're in the U.S., the rest of y'all, no offense, but y'all, it's, it's coming. Just, just give us some time. <laughs> but for, for those who can get it, invest in it because it is, it's just so relieving, you know, yeah. to be able to be like, I can eat oatmeal. And I know that this oatmeal is, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to think about it. I can just enjoy it. And I'm coming for those cute jars. They're so cute. I love the jars. Oh, so that that has to be, I'm looking at my little, I have a little breakfast bar here in my studio for, for my mornings. And I'm excited to add my little oatmeal packets to it. But thank you, friend, like for taking the time for sharing the ins and outs, ups and downs of building a business for something consumable. It is truly valuable, at least for this community. And I'm sure for so many that you are, you're really lifting a weight to just be able to have breakfast and not think about the craziness. I can go sit my CGM in the other room while I'm having breakfast because I know it's good. So it is greatly appreciated. If people want to find you, make sure that they're uh, there for all the announcements, all the new things that you guys are doing. How can they check in with yeah, you? Yeah, so we are most active on Instagram, Oat of the Ordinary, so O-A-T of the Ordinary. Of course, we have our website. And if you subscribe, you actually get $5 off your first order of $3 or more. And with our, we are firm believers in not doing spam. So our newsletter 
newsletters that come out are either like supporting your wellness journey with health facts or recipes. Like we just try to keep it really inclusive, really light and fun. We just joined TikTok two days ago. So you can find us on there over the ordinary. I'm going to try to post more recipes. That is a whole new ball game and praise to anyone who does it. And I, the last thing that you said there, you know, our motto is you've got enough on your plate. Let us fill your bowl. And that's what we're here to do. We want you to be able to do you. And we just want to support your first meal of the day being a healthy one. I just know really cool people, guys. I'm just very excited. Well, <clears throat> here is to you and Vanessa and all of your success. I Cannot wait to see you guys grow and get big and ready to see that run phase. But I'll check in when y'all are ready for that. But I think it'll be awesome. So until next time, we'll have to catch back up with you guys to see where you're at. And, uh, you know, I can help out with the semi TikTok thing. I'll, I'll pose while I'm eating it. That's all I got. Because me and TikTok, I don't get it either. I'm so No, I never felt so old. I no, never felt so old. Oh, man. God bless these damn kids. Like, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I'm like, just, I'm like, you used to Snapchat like crazy. Why is this hard? Because it doesn't feel forced. <laughs> and Taylor, thank you. You asked such incredible, inquisitive questions today. And it just goes to show you your professionalism, your community. So thank you so much for just being like so open and honest with us and just so professional. This has been a treat and I would do it every week with you. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you, friend. I, I'm glad that means a lot to me because I, I want you to feel special. Like, you know, no. you're helping me out, honestly. So anything I can do for you guys, you you have it. So, but until next guy time, whatever time it is, words, they're hard. Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know where to find me. Man, was that not, that was just, that made my heart warm. That whole conversation. Shara, you're the best. I need you and Vanessa to know how honored I am to watch you guys launch your product, bring it to life and to see people respond to it so well. I cannot wait to get my hands, especially on those cute little jars. I need it. But I'm really excited to just see where this goes, to see the walking, to see the running with this company. I think you guys have a golden idea and a community who really needs it and can benefit from it. I would love to wake up knowing that I can grab a breakfast that is quick, easy. I can take it with me to go if I need to. And I have a hearty, healthy meal that isn't going to make me crash and burn. So thank you both so much, Shara. Thank you for your time and energy and all of your care, just everything that you express in our conversation, because it was super powerful. And I can't wait to see you guys continue to just rise and take off. So if you want to catch up with Shara and Vanessa, be sure to follow them at Ode of the Ordinary over on Instagram. They're on TikTok. I will make sure that the link is in bio just like them. I'm trying to figure out the TikTok thing. I know it's not as complicated as I'm making it. I'm just struggling to do it. You would think I sit down and record myself all the time. So short form video should be, right? But there's so many people like like the outfit changing ones I that's a lot of energy but anyways 
I am super excited for them. So be sure to go follow them. Be sure to head over to odeoftheordinary.com to place your order. They do ship to the States. And leave me a comment. Let me know how you like it. Did you, did it taste good? Did you enjoy it? What did you not enjoy? We're all here for honesty and feedback. How did you respond to it? You know, you know, smash a pack, wait an hour and, and see how your blood sugars take off. Now, obviously it's going to vary per person. If you know that you know that oatmeal just does not respond well to you, totally okay. But hey, if you're willing to give it a try, I think my friends over at Ode of the Ordinary have something valuable for you. So. If you want to keep up with the show, see what we got coming up next. You already know Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I've thought about starting a TikTok. I don't know if it's happening. I mean, we got reels, but marketing, y'all, marketing. <laughs> but, you know, all the things, you know how to follow all on the, the show notes. And, of course, if you're wanting to listen all of your favorite podcast hosting platforms, if you could do me a huge favor and either leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. I know not everybody uses Apple Podcasts. It's totally fine. But your reviews and feedback and ratings matter. It helps people find us. It helps keep the lights on. And it ensures that other diabetics and their caretakers and families and friends like them can find me because I want to be there for us, right? I want to continue spreading awareness. I want more of the community to know that we're here. There are valuable products, services, and things available to us, and it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg, all right? So follow the show, review the show. That's all I'm saying. What else do I got for you? Is that it? Is that all this week? Is that all we're doing? I think so. As always, guys, you're great. I love y'all. It's it's season four. Should I do a Rick and Morty style rant? I don't know. <laughs> but thank you guys so much. I'm glad to be back for another season. I'm glad to continue to facilitate these conversations and share my story and other stories alike. So you already know at just taylor danielle if you want to keep up with what i'm doing personally that's danielle with one l d-a-n-i-e-l-e and uh, yeah we'll catch you guys next time peace